WMQA. Hello and welcome to WMQA, the podcast where two best friends talk about comics with the people who make them. That's right, we have a tagline now. Uh, I'm Dan Grote. <laughs> and I'm Matt Lazarus. And this week's guests are the co-creators, the webcomic Blade Maidens, uh, along with some uh, other amazing uh, X-Men content, uh, Valentine Smith <laughs> and Zoe Tanell. Welcome. Oh, it feels, it feels weird hearing the co-creators of Blade Maidens said <laughs> with a human mouth. I just like, I just like get that little like audio, like, you know, like in my brain when it happens. Mm-hmm. So I just don't hear it. <laughs> they think we're human. It's not great. <laughs> you tricked us. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I'm going to let them think it. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh boy. So uh, let's start at the very beginning. What are some of the first comics that either of you remembers reading? Uh, Zoe, why don't we start with you? Oh boy, um, I I actually remember the very first comic I ever read, which is like the least interesting. It was a trade paperback of Ultimate Fantastic Four Volume One, <laughs> okay. uh, which is like the least very interesting specific. answer you could possibly <laughs> have. Um, yeah, it, it was because I the movie I I was for reference I was like. 12 13 and the movie was coming out and i was just like mm, that movie looks cool because i was an idiot and um i was like maybe the comics are also cool and i got that one and then here i am uh, more than a decade later <sighs> still, still here <laughs> yeah they haven't got rid of me yet yeah so uh just 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 for clarity because there was a rush of Fantastic Four movies there for a minute. This was like the first one of like the Michael Chiklis, Chris Evans. Yeah, FF. the bad one. The one that's not good. They're all not good. I was about to say. Yeah, none of them are good. I've seen the Roger Corman one. That's. That one, but that one's like a special kind of bad where it's like, like you're like, mm. you know what? I can get down with this. Yeah, that's like trauma movie bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, that's a yeah. movie. It basically has, is a trauma movie. Right, that has yeah. Alicia Masters get knocked out and her vision fade to black. After they have specified repeatedly that she is blind, her vision fades to black. Mm. A choice was made. That's a cre- <laughs> that is a creative decision I would not agree with, but I respect <laughs> that terrible choice. Oh, oh no the comic shop i used to work at back in the days of vcrs we had all these bootlegs of stuff like that of that weird ass justice league live action pilot from oh, the yeah. 80s yeah. david ogden Styers is the martian manhunter yeah and it's like jli but super serious oh, yeah oh, yeah good. not good Nice Some, somebody was shopping at that one booth at every con that has the bootlegs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. But uh, Valentine, same question to you. Um, big shocker here. Um, mine was definitely X-Men. Um, what? <laughs> who could have guessed? Um, I've talked about it a little bit before, but um, my dad always had a collection. So it was very something that we were very into and like he would let me very gingerly <laughs> read his comic books um so um 
I got a mix of kind of what was coming out at the time, which was when Fatal Attractions was kind of happening and then mixed in. So like we were reading that, but like he was a big fan of like the 80s and the 70s and that kind of section. So I got really introduced to, again, big shocker, like the Hellfire Club and like... I definitely remember like having those comics like on the pillow beside me like going to sleep and stuff and mm-hmm. like in my personal collection I had some of like uh, 148 was definitely one of the ones that I had for a while um, probably like 139 you know <laughs> with that beautiful cover um, mm-hmm. Excalibur um, very much like intermingled with all of those series and I stayed there and I never left <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I do love those stories where it's like, oh, my, you know, my parent had mm-hmm. uh, the long box. So you're reading the current stuff and and, and then they're they're encouraging you. They're, they're like, uh, you know, let me hook you up to that pure shit that, mm-hmm. you know, Claremont, <laughs> Eastburn, Cockrum, Paul Smith, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, where as some of our parents were like, let's go outside and play a sport. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can read comic books outside (laughs) it's an activity (laughs) can confirm (laughs) yeah yeah but definitely that like you think this is good guess what (laughs) claremont's wild (laughs) i i i'm not sure how different my journey would have been if i read claremont instead like if my first comics were like Pete Claremont instead of yeah. Ultimate Fantastic Four. Oh. Zoe may have, may have oh, gotten here that, like that, a decade that, earlier. <laughs> that like I had a lot of Inferno, like extra copies, like like dirt, like dirty, like messed up copies that you get from mm-hmm. like the like discount bins. You get like four for a dollar or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had so many of those. I like that cover of Madeline Pryor burned into my brain holding up the baby, you know, <laughs> under boob on full display. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the stuff if you if you read it at like 11 or 12 a tender young age you're sort of like the dean in that one community meme oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah the aesthetics are we're there <laughs> every time i think i like i i've like delved into something new it's like two months later i realize oh that's where that came from <laughs> gotcha <laughs> so but uh let, let's let's take it one step further uh valentine what are some of the first comics you remember drawing like like sequential art or just art sure okay (laughs) (laughs) oh because what (laughs) all oh you said all i thought you were like ah and i was like what exclamation do you have um i really liked art i really liked drawing i was very bad at it (laughs) um so I just kind of like, I was looking at a lot of comic books. I was, you know, kind of also raised on horror movies too. So I was always looking at like those kind of like beautifully painted posters of like terrible things. Um, <laughs> so I think for me, I was, I was definitely drawing the X-Men, but like really poorly. <laughs> um and I think I still have some somewhere. Uh, and then that kind of like waxed and waned and like came back. I got into other things. Um, I did, I, I, because I'm like going through some of my old things right now, I found some of my like first zines. 
which are like terrible like photocopied like just random weird stick figures the like sequential doesn't make sense at all who knows what the hell I was talking about I have but, to like, see these I will send a picture because <laughs> they're like it's like weird like whatever like jokes you make up for yourself at like nine or ten years old and then you're like I'm hilarious <laughs> and then you look back at it like 20 years later like what the hell was I doing <laughs> so like there's all these these weird just like four panel things there was a like um, a small like uh group of like artists and comics people like locally who would go to different coffee shops on what was called first friday mm-hmm. and everybody would kind of jam and then i was kind of like a little 10 year old there too but now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> which is wild That's uh, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think I think them teaching me how to like use a photocopier and like make your own little like 25 cent or just free little comics is something that like I still use today. So I think that's invaluable. I think that's the thing <laughs> that really paved the way. That is awesome. Zine child prodigy. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to say prodigy. <laughs> Menace is more the uh title i bear that's the scale it's the prodigy to menace scale <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly uh, i'm picturing a daily bugle headline <laughs> uh, and then um zoe when did, when do you recall starting to write about comics oh write about comics yeah. is I thought you were going to say write comics. I was just like, oh, buddy, they were terrible. Um, but it's so cute to look back at them now and be like, oh, this is. At garbage. one point, I named a character Kurt Russell, not thinking that there is a human man who is very famous named Kurt Russell. I love it. Um, What's he up to? Uh, nothing. Um, you know, the fucked up thing is there is a comic book colorist, like a working comic colorist named Kurt Michael Russell, who has to use his middle name Damn. to Aww. avoid confusion. That's, that's a bummer. That's I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kurt Michael Russell. Um, I so writing about comics is weird. I, I've always been very like hooked into the world of comics in that like. I posted on a bunch of forums long after forums stopped being like the prevalent method of online communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like the comics person there. Like I would share the news. I would like talk about like, oh, here's this big like thousand plus word like on why this series is great. Um, and then the first time I ever actually like put anything out there outside of like just on a rinky dink forum was actually like two years ago at this point, because it's 2022, when I wrote um, a big Immortal Hulk piece um, about why that run is important to me. And then um, Will uh, Bat Chat yep. um, reached out to me and was just like, hey, this is real good. Uh, I, I write for I write for Comics XF, then Xavier Files. You want to maybe write for us? And, and it snowballed. Now I'm here, and you can't get rid of me. I will not go. <laughs> I promise yeah, you, no one is showing you the door. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what you do? Did you ever have to do that thing in school where they like were teaching you how to code? 
and stuff and you had to like you had to like code okay no. I had to go through okay I had to go through this it, class when I was young and I had to learn how to code you had to make, code yes I had to make my own website and you had you, to choose okay and what was my website about I was like recapping what Emma Frost was up to <laughs> I was like, this is what she's up to this week. This is what's happening in like Astonishing X-Men. It's terrible. They taught me how to type and then let me play number munchers for five years. Well. (laughs) Dan and I are old. Coding was not a thing they taught in 1990, in the mid-90s. Oh, so a year before I was born. Oh, see, I was I was going farther back, Matt. I was going to like elementary school in in like the mid-80s when they were having us just program a triangle that they told us was a turtle. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking, you know, middle school. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We live in Oklahoma. We don't know what computers are. Listen, I'm from rural Pennsylvania. They they didn't know either, but that didn't stop me. <laughs> Where in rural Pennsylvania? Um, Lancaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, Amish no. country. Yeah. Oh no, I'm well aware. <laughs> uh, my I my wife is from even further out mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, like literally halfway in between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah let's let's start talking about uh blade maidens which is the webcomic that you both have been working on for uh well we've been seeing pieces uh since the fall but i imagine you guys you two started working on it much earlier um but you know what's the, what are the what's the basics you know what's sort of the elevator pitch for for blade maidens <laughs> uh blade maidens is about sir and rowan Um, two wandering mercenaries in the magical adventure filmed uh, world of Telos. Uh, They're both gay and utter disasters. Rowan is a former princess on the run. Sir is a mercenary with a mysterious past. And they're best buds. They're doing their best. They get up to things. They're they, both. They're trying. trying. They're trying real hard. Yeah. I like them. They're okay. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> they meet a lot of people along the way. Yeah, who we, like, it feels weird because, like, we're still very early on, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have stuff planned quite a bit. We have a good chunk of stuff written. But also our creative process involves a lot of like one of us going, I have an idea. (laughs) Um, And just throwing like, here's a character concept. You're like, I have this scene in my head of Sir and Rowan doing this. And then we just go, great, write it down, put it aside. We'll work it in at some point. Um, And so we just have this big old Google doc full of like half form ideas that we're going to jigsaw puzzle piece in as we go. Yeah, I think the fun thing about it is that we did so much world building beforehand that we're all that you and I are very excited to get to. No one knows jack shit. Yeah. They've met two characters. There was another person around who's like vaguely there, doesn't have a name. They went (laughs) shopping. Yeah. Like we're we're just literally at the tip of the tip. Uh, how how did you get into uh, business with each other, uh, so to speak? You know, I kind of picture 
at first, like at first I'm like, I, I kind of pictured two shy kids in school being like, you want to make a comic with me? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to make a comic with me? Kind of, except that's neither of your personalities, obviously. So how did it actually happen? <laughs> uh, we were already friends. Um, yeah. Like we, we were in a, we were in a group chat and also just like, you know, we're friends with each other. And I, I actually, I remember exactly. I tweeted about wanting to be the first trans woman to write power girl one day and Lila Sturgis chimed in to say that she did write Power Girl but it was before she came out so I can still Um. lay claim to that title um but and then I was like I could I could write a fucking sick Power Girl pitch it would be great and then um I think it might have been Nola. One I of our think me- it was Corey. It was Corey? either Corey or Nola, but yeah. I think it was Corey. Basically, Nola. like I don't know. <laughs> they basically went, Valentine should draw it. And then so I went, Hey Val, you wanna you wanna do like a short power girl, like bisexual, definitely, bisexual disaster. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. you can go and find the origin yeah. point. It's out there. Yeah. Um, and we we made Beat Cute, um, yeah. which we I think we finished three pages uh yes i think i'm in the middle of the fourth technically still oh, are you, wait are, are we still doing it hell yeah i told you i'd finish it oh. hey beat great. Me? i did I'm three great pages you did somebody's gotta see them they, they mailed me the physical they oh, made they, they did prints of the three yeah, and i got them in the mail them. and i wept like a child um it's the first time i've seen like a comic i wrote physically that i can hold in my hand and i was just like (laughs) um but the um so that happened and then we started (laughs) doing the x-men um house party comics Mm -hmm. which happened just (laughs) oh the thing that happened is that we were doing beat cute and then we kept coming up with really good ideas and i was Uh like well why don't you just keep writing it and we'll eventually slot it in somewhere it was it was literally at 3 a.m i was mm-hmm. we, were, we were talking about x-men ships and i was just like i have this scene in my head of kate pride and magic and rachel gray at a party mm-hmm. and she was just like write it yeah i, I was like it. write, write it, it i'll draw it yeah um <laughs> i want to i want to read that story i will draw it if i get to read it <laughs> um and then it just kept spiraling and um that's a <laughs> Spiraling makes it sound bad. It's good. Um, but Well, because it was supposed to be a a one-off comic Mm -hmm. and it was just about at a party and then it started to escalate into, okay, well, this is like, if they were to, like, nothing's (laughs) happening at the mansion. No one's there. They can use it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's at this party. What are all these intersecting people? Like, how are they going to interact? Who's there? Who's doing what? Like, so then we just started writing and pairing up all these people of these stories we wanted to tell that could interact and it, they're still going <laughs> oh yeah like, no i have like i have like five so written that yeah. we haven't done yeah mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. and then one day i remember i was getting dumplings from my favorite chinese place and i have this very powerful sense memory of eating one <laughs> in my car great. as i was scrolling through twitter and i saw this art and i really really wish i'd saved the tweet or the artist or anything because i owe you a debt um but it was of the classic scene of like a princess being rescued by a knight 
And the princess is just like, oh, another knight. And the knight takes off the helmet and it's hot lesbian. <laughs> and the princess is just like, oh, damn. Fundamentally um, you. <laughs> And I saw that and I was just like, that actually, there's some meat on that bone. Like there, yeah. there's something there. And so I went, hey, Val, we're working pretty good together. Like we'd figured out our rhythm. We, yeah. we like we, we clearly click. How would you feel about doing our own thing? And how do you feel about this rough idea for it? And then Blade Maidens just kind of came out from there. Yeah, I feel like we were kind of developing it and keeping it on the back burner. And then we were for like, a while, well, what if we actually yeah. like, that's where the like the world building and the character mm-hmm. and the fleshing out kind of began. And like, well, what would we want if we were reading? Like, it was a lot of reading the stories that we were reading now and the stories that are out there and the stories that we wanted to like see ourselves in or create for someone else you know um to make space for those things that we weren't getting out of the current like current stories that we have um and we could just do whatever we want because we it's ours just us we can do it no one can stop us (laughs) yeah um and yeah it like it's very much been a process of like it originally started out not like wildly different, but like mm-hmm. originally it was called Blade Bitches. Yeah, and as a joke. <laughs> yeah, as a joke. And then we were like, actually, that's kind of kind of good. <laughs> and then, but then we went like, it doesn't really fit the tone that we've developed. Like, because yeah. at that point I wrote the first arc, The Hunt. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, it's not really as like punk rock as like that title would imply. Mm-hmm. so and then valentine tossed out blade maidens and i was just like i said it out loud three times and i was just like okay there's the title they're done like yeah that's the perfect. funniest the funniest thing was is that i tossed out blade maidens in the meanwhile of like zoe thinking about it i was checking every service to see if blade maidens was available and i was like i'm just gonna take all these <laughs> it's it's i was just astonished like i even searched i was like someone yeah. has to have like trademarked yeah. or copyrighted blade maidens and mm-hmm. no yeah, because I had said it out loud to like my partner and she was like, someone, someone hasn't taken that yet. That's you're taking that. And I was like, yes, I am right now. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't care what Zoe. I'll I'll negotiate with Zoe later. <laughs> yeah, I'm very hard to negotiate with. Yeah. But I think one of the biggest things is that creatively we gelled really well. Yeah. Um, and we were both aware of that we were very communicative and we were into we were intuitive to how the other one wanted to be like communicated with so like I love to be like let go and have freedom to do stuff and so it was pretty much like do whatever you're gonna do um and then if like changes need to happen or whatever I have an idea or Zoe has an idea those things come in and then it kind of forms and we're building this thing together which is super rewarding and lovely to see (laughs) and like we're both not precious about like our own contributions to a point um it's more of what will make the best thing in general Mm -hmm. um so it was nice to have somebody who like looked at me not only as an artist but as a storyteller um and who valued my contributions in that arena um and (laughs) you know would let me kind of like run wild and put things in there and then um even just the one of the last pinups that we did where we're doing these set of pit-ups with Sir and Rowan to kind of like showcase them like in the heat of battle. Um, Sir is fighting this monster. And I was like, I'm just going to make it a monster because I like to draw monsters. Um, So I drew this monster and I'm sending Zoe like 
in progress shots of it. And all of a sudden, like Zoe's like writing like a whole dissertation on like what this monster is and how do you fight it and all this stuff. And it's so great because I never would have come up with that. I'm like, I'm going to put 50 eyes on this thing because I like drawing 50 eyes on things. <laughs> and then Zoe's like, well, clearly you have to like distract it and then do all this other stuff. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> you are perfect. Great. Continue. Thank you. Um... Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, it's it it is the most collaborative thing I've ever done. Um, mm-hmm. which is I mean, like to be honest, when we started out, I'm not sure I've said this out loud to Valentine. So <laughs> um uh, when we started out, I was just like, I'm gonna screw this up. There's no way I fucking lucked into getting Valentine to draw comics that I'm writing. I have never <laughs> written a comic that anyone has read. How is this happening? Um, but it really blossomed into this she is an incredible storyteller if you haven't read the siren comic that they just finished it is truly like it it, i said it on twitter it's my favorite x-men comic don't flip me off they can't (laughs) they can't see that i'm gonna yeah they can't see it it, it's the best x-men comic i read last year um and it's i I didn't write a fucking word of that. And someone on Twitter was just like, wow, you both did a great job. I'm like, I didn't do shit. This is not me. Um, and um, it, anyone who dismisses Valentine as just the artist of Blade Maintenance or anything is a fool. Um, it is <laughs> like, they, they do so much. And every piece of this story is something that both of our hands are on. Mm -hmm. Even if like, I'm not drawing anything, you don't want me to draw anything, but I like, they ask for my input. They ask if Mm -hmm. I have any ideas. They ask like, what would make this better? And then when I know I am clearly like, I do not have the same visual brain. I, (laughs) this page is better served by me giving you the skeleton and letting you pose it however you want to. Because I know it's going to look better than anything I could come up with. But I think the thing too is that you contribute to the visual language of it too. So don't make that face. <laughs> this is constantly how it is. It's like one of yeah. Sorry, this is going to be your whole episode. It's just us um, going back and forth. <laughs> but it's like we 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 both have things that we're both into, and like we both have. Uh, whether it be like fashion contributions or these little parts of ourselves that we're interested in. Like there are different characterizations in each character that we develop that we have both put small pieces of ourselves into. Um, Like I think about like the little hobbies that each of one has. And I was like, oh yeah, that one's me. That one's Zoe. That one's this. That's where that comes from. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely little things. We just developed my new favorite character and I love it so much. They're not going to be shown up for a while, but they are a delight. Like a year. Yeah. <laughs> At least. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, so how much uh, story bibling sort of design work did you do before you both decided, uh, you know, all right, let's, let's, let's make this thing. Let's, let's pull the trigger. Let's put, put something out into the world. I think the primary work we did before like we made the decision that this is happening we are doing this was character it was it was mm-hmm. sir and rowan their histories their personalities what their like growth would be like is mm-hmm. there is there an arc here that we feel like we is worth telling and once we nailed that cuz i feel like we both have really put our heart and soul into both Sir and Rowan as characters. Mm-hmm. And 
their journey is going to be very emotional for us to tell. But beyond that, um, once we decided we're doing this, we don't know when exactly, but we're going to do this. That's when the like world building coming up with like the the map of this. We don't have a physical map yet. We will. <laughs> we're working on um, it. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, the different countries, the systems of government, the rules of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, the magic stuff like was that. a big part of it. Yeah, yeah we um, wanted to figure that out. I'm very proud. It hasn't come out yet. We got mm-hmm. we got a comic after the hunt that is mm-hmm. a short little part that is explaining the rules of magic. I think it's a neat system, and people are gonna either like it or be like, mm, this isn't as complex as I want it to be, to which I say, Pfft. who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like some things are for you and some things are not as cool. Mm-hmm. It's no worries. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be cool. Um, but we are world building. We're like, I'm still working on the actual like world Bible that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're always adding to it though. We're always, always adding different always. stuff anytime that comes in and I think that's a big yeah that google doc is like <laughs> it's loaded and um I, and it's constantly like I'll go in and there'll be like a sentence I'm like did I no that's a what did Valentine add yeah for in the oh, morning? yeah 100 <laughs> percent. my editing time is between 12 a.m and 4 a.m and I like go to town doing whatever I'm doing. That's drawing too. Like that's what happens. I will wake up and yeah. there'll be like, like <laughs> an three. essay's worth about something. <laughs> and it's a delight to wake up to because I'm just like, oh yeah, this rules. I need coffee, but this is fucking great. It's like usually like half it's like it's like half blade maidens, and then I like trickle into X-Men and then I trickle back out to Blade Maidens again. <laughs> or it's just like what your cat is doing. Like you'll be that's like talking, true. you'll be talking about like. So I think if we had Sir do this like really personal item of like vulnerability, my cat just started running around the room purring. And this is all at like four <laughs> in the morning. It's a very stream of consciousness. But yeah, I think it was, we had that, that, that who they are, where they were, where they're going, where we at least want to go up into mm-hmm. a point that we can build off of later. And then it became the question of, well, how much, do we want to have to like launch this thing because we had the discussion of like do we want to do a print thing do we want to do like what accessibility do we want to have for putting this thing out there and the easiest thing that or not I wouldn't say easiest but also like the most accessible thing that we could think to do is to put it up online and kind of do a weekly thing because that didn't stress me too much because I have to do lots of other work (laughs) this does not pay my bills um uh so it was like okay we can do a week a page a week kind of tell the story that way um that way we can like get it out there to people who like maybe wouldn't have access to it otherwise Mm -hmm. um we don't have to wait as long and then it was like okay we'll do a short story to introduce the characters we'll like do a couple drawings of the characters we'll get a site set up so that you know it'll be easy to have it all hosted in one place and you can kind of just go from there and then we can build as we go. <laughs> and it's like a little weird. First off, I can't believe we've gone this long without shouting out Jason. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason Large um, is the nicest man on the planet and the secret mm-hmm. weapon of Blade Maidens. Yeah. That site would not exist without him. He's a wizard. He does shit like, like we, I, I just 
like we came up with Blady, the, Blady the goofy, <laughs> the goofy Twitter mascot of Blade Bane's, who is Clippy, but he's a sword and is slightly mm-hmm. murderous. And um, he tells you all the things you need to know. Yeah, like I'm, um, so- are, I'm sorry. Are you trying to slice off or like fight a water demon right now? And it's like you take you look this. Like you need some help with that. <laughs> um, and Jason was just like, "Oh, I like Blady. I'm going to make an animated Blady for the site that shows up when you go to the main page and you're looking through. And it's like, oh, you want to." cut to a specific mm-hmm. chapter and then he does it in like 20 minutes yeah that man is an angel yeah the cool thing that was on there that we were like talked about for a while he's like what if like there was like a little secret and you clicked on the secret and it took you to the house party page like you had gotten a secret invite and i was like that's amazing yeah and then like the next day if you went to like our bio page and then mm-hmm. scroll down and wait for like five seconds there's a little that yeah. if you click on it it takes you to house party and then you can read all of it right there. It's fantastic. Um, but, uh, oh God, what was I even saying before, Jason? Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, it's weirdly almost a bit of a throwback now because like all of the big web comics are on like Webtoon or Tapas. And yeah. we got some questions early on, like, oh, are you going to be on Webtoon or whatever? And like, I understand that platform has a lot more visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we were more concerned about this being like, how we make a living or anything that would mm-hmm. be more of a concern, I think. But this way it's, it's just us. We're not beholden to any other like page, any other mm-hmm. system. It is just, mm-hmm. this is our story. We're telling it on our terms, on our site. Yeah. That's it. Which was important to both of us that we just got to have full creative control to yep. do this thing. Cause if we're going to do it together, we're going to like go all in, you know? Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's a lot of like, I feel like, like I said, cause we're so early, like people like Sir and Rowan so far. I, I, there's someone who has been very, but like, I love Rowan. I would die for Rowan. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> it feels, it feels so weird yeah. seeing that someone say that about like a character that birthed from our heads. Yeah. No, I'm just like, Oh my God. But um, it like, we haven't gotten to like the, the real shit yet. Yeah. The meat is like still right. Yeah, like, like barely in it. <laughs> yeah. Like this is like like the little sorbet you take to cleanse your palate, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and like I'm really excited to get there because yeah. I think once people figure out what we are doing with Blade Maidens beyond yeah. it just being like, oh, they're two funky sword lesbians and they're fighting demons. That's cool. <laughs> and they're, other monsters. Yeah, yeah and other <laughs> monsters. And um, once people figure out what we're really cooking with here i'm i'm hoping that they realize why we want to tell this on our own terms and i think a lot of the things that we when we were kind of establishing going to do this we thought about a lot of the stuff too like we we like the fantasy type books that are out right now and what we wanted to do like i wanted to uh, one of the things I brought up really early on was I was like, I love using bright colors. I think that, you know, part of the charm of comics is that you get to use these beautiful colors and that may not exist in real life and it's less realistic, but that doesn't mean it's less like uh, real or visually appealing or anything. So we wanted to <laughs> like 
have these crazy lesbians wandering around in a beautiful like bright pinks like bright oranges uh instead of the like more typical now kind of grays or desaturated. like the witcher where it's yeah. like all which dark, is fine all... i'm yeah, into it i yeah, love it the, witcher, nice. yeah, the witcher's great yeah, but it's like, oh, why can't this be like something like bright and still be just as uh, deep and humorous and lovely and like have all of those things, but look fundamentally different and like lean into that fun a little bit. Prologue begins or with there's a text piece uh, with the first strip that lays out oh, yeah. the promises to your readers. Yeah. Were those something that you had laid out for yourselves boom from day one or as you started breaking the story was it something that developed um that was something i i came up so we didn't have that from day one that that's less something we needed to write down for us because like i don't think any of that was ever a question Mm -hmm. for us like we we knew what we wanted to do here Mm -hmm. um but i i'm talked to Valentine like before the prelude went live, I was just like, hey, I'm going to do a text post that just kind of like, you know, a welcomes, but also lays out like, here's what this story is going to be. Because like, there's a lot of fantasy stories that revolve around queer characters, which Blade Maidens, like, it's not just like, oh, they're funky sword. Blade Maidens is queer top to bottom. Like, ev- every inch <laughs> yes. of this comic is going to be aggressively queer, mm-hmm. and not just in, like, that they're lesbians. Like, the, the like, y- y'all don't even know. Um, <laughs> but, but um, we, like, the, the big thing for me is so many queer stories you read are built around not even like queer suffering like i love the the locked tomb series by uh, tansen mm. Muir. uh i think it's fantastic those books are so mean to their leads <laughs> in every way um yeah. but it works for them like they they're i love those books um but beyond that so many stories are built around queer pain in the sense that they are stories of overcoming um, mm-hmm. queer, like people trying to stifle your identity, people trying to silence you. or And for Blade Mains, neither of us were really interested in that. Um, yeah. It exists other places. You can get that Yeah, you can places. get it. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah. I, I, if I remember right in that post, I explicitly said, like, fantasy stories that do this riff on it are mm-hmm. perfectly valid. Like, we go yeah. for it. But that's not what we want to do. And you'll see, like, there are elements in Sir and Rowan's stories where like, that doesn't mean that like, oh, they both have lived. Oh yeah, no, my cats are going insane. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it was amazing. Cats, and I just, I'm trying to listen and it's so, it, it's this so is my life. This is every goddamn game. There are cats in the background and cats hypnotize me, especially as someone who I has slash had one one two now one of the least energetic cats in the world yeah so it just amuses me to watch other people's cats who you know do stuff we get we have four and they basically have like the zoomies baton and they just hand it off to each other that's the best way to do it like a relay yep (laughs) um but yeah we like there there are elements in sir and rowan's stories like 
just because we aren't interested in that story doesn't mean that like they are going to it's all sunshine and rainbows they're never going to have problems there's never but we we knew that in telling this story that we want to be aggressively queer and also something that we wish like we could read mm-hmm. we don't want it to be built around like you know oh i'm a lesbian or oh i'm trans and people don't accept that people don't people deny me for who i am on that Mm -hmm. level um and that's something that i think was just we were on the same page from day one about that we neither of us were interested in telling any sort of story that didn't kind of just accept these characters are queer that's it no no more no one has a problem with it yeah (laughs) it's fine (laughs) um in addition to to that, there is a, there's a lot of prose mixed throughout this. You know, there are little bits of prose under. I have know, so much of, fun writing those. Yeah, uh, you know, each, each of the week's pages, and then there's ghosts, which is basically a short story mm-hmm. uh, in and of itself. Uh, how did that become? How did prose become part of the story process? Um, it happened at three a.m. Yeah, of course. Sometimes does. <laughs> that's nothing. If it doesn't happen at three a.m., it's not worth happening. Um, <laughs> It's our but special hour. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I remember ghosts came around because like I I felt a little bad because I don't know if y'all are aware of this, but it takes significantly more time to draw a comic book page than it takes to <laughs> write a comic book page. And, that, sure. and I'm not this is the thing too that you all like not you all, but everyone also needs to be aware mm-hmm. of is like I'm doing the jobs of five people (laughs) um i lay out and then i Mm -hmm. you know um edit and then i draw and then i color and then Mm -hmm. i letter and then Mm -hmm. i make sure like everything works together and then i upload all of those and jason or zoe make sure it looks good on the site (laughs) um yeah yeah so like seeing just how much work val was putting into everything and like I wanted to be able to contribute more since that like we have stories to tell with these characters. I feel bad having them all be put on your shoulders in the end that they are like, I can write a script and like, I write pretty fast. Like Mm -hmm. I go back and edit afterwards, but like Valentine has expressed like, how the fuck did you write that so fast? Mm -hmm. Like I, I can write pretty quick. But it's great because I can say, hey, Zoe, go, I, I only like, give an idea. I'll be like, Zoe, blah, 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 blah. And then like 20 minutes later, I have at least one page in my hands full of dialogue and like scripting and like staging. <laughs> and I'm like, great, keep going, I guess. Um, and like, I in like, you know, I go back and edit afterwards because like, you know, turns out 20 minutes, sometimes you go like, mm, that doesn't work. But I, I felt bad implies that like valentine was like making me oh god valentine has never i think think what happened was is we were thinking about because of like our separate workloads Mm -hmm. like we both have two other separate like workloads that we have to contribute to if not more um and we had talked about like what else can we do here because this is just us we don't have to narrow our vision to just doing the comic we can world build in these other ways and how can we do that and like how like 
how can we both kind of add more of ourselves to this thing? So yeah, you, I think you came up with like, oh, well, what if I write a thing like under each page every week that kind of like mm-hmm. adds to like the Like set story. in the universe. Like yeah, it, where you yeah. don't necessarily need it, but it does like elaborate on mm-hmm. the same things that we're talking about up there and it gives you a little bit extra. Um, and I was like, it's ne- I'm ne- like, no one's never going to say no to more. Like, mm-hmm the more that you have there, it only adds upon itself and like sets up more of the world for us to keep going and keep going. And then ghosts was like your kind of thing. You're like, I'm going to write something and maybe it'll be good or whatever. And I'm like, it's great. Number one. Um, And then uh, it was also one of those things where it's like, if I need bi weeks to get Mm -hmm. things done, which I do sometimes, (laughs) um, uh, Zoe was like, well, I can write these stories and we can kind of put those in there. And I think it's number one, great. (laughs) And like people were really excited about it, like that it could be both like a visual and Mm -hmm. just a strictly like narrative, like storytelling, like, and it worked in both mediums so well. Like it's fantastic. Go read Ghost. That's my pitch. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, it, Ghost was my first time writing like, proper prose in a hot fucking second so I was Mm. real nervous um but I'm I I think it turned out pretty good and we're definitely going to do more um yeah and I I think it fits Blade Maidens in the sense that you know it's a fantasy story so much of fantasy fiction is novels short stories Mm -hmm. like like even like fucking Conan is like hey here's a book with like four or five Conan adventures in it have fun read those and so it it feels like appropriate in the sense that we are like honoring that history for the genre Mm -hmm. while also doing our own thing yeah and it's cool too because like when either of us want to do like a thing like I'll pitch I think I pitched these pinups because I want to do some like focuses on them and then Zoe had pitched the prose um where regardless of if like one of us pitches like a thing that is more heavy on one of our ends like creatively we still uh, build that together mm-hmm. like zoe would send me pages and be like well what do you think about this like is this like how's the pacing or whatever or like i need a detail for this and then i'm able to supply like just a couple of things to throw out there that she can pick from or like be like oh like this actually made me think about something else and then like it kind of like grows from there too collaboration yeah kids it's good (laughs) it's a magical thing yeah teamwork makes the dream work now i have a serious question oh Oh, boy (laughs) you have now twice in the course of a brief run of the comic teased us with mentions of werewolves as a member of the werewolf lobby when are we going to see sir and rowan deal with a werewolf sometimes <laughs> Matt is sooner, a one issue voter sooner than you think um yeah. uh, i mean do we want it, it'll be out by oh, now let's go yeah. yeah okay so um the the pinup the the companion pinup that mm-hmm. um mel did with rowan fight a werewolf um mm-hmm. but beyond that that favorite character that valentine mentioned that might be showing up could perhaps be a werewolf. Yeah. 
hypothetically. I love werewolves. <laughs> and I'm, we have much to discuss. There's, there's several. There's several werewolf and werewolf adjacent uh, shenanigans that will ensue. And see, and I'm I'm a I'm a vampire dyke, and uh, <laughs> I'm it's sexual, so I'm both. <laughs> and so it's uh, shocking. Hey, if the second like lengthy story arc of blade maidens happens to involve a vampire that Mm -hmm. may not be surprising for folks given my predilections yeah yeah (laughs) and again this is also we're pulling things that we're interested in and that we're into i number one love werewolves and number two i love drawing werewolves (laughs) so you really you really discovered that as you were doing this pinup because you just kept being like oh my god i fucking love drawing this no i just forget get things <laughs> like I've always loved I like drawing any I like drawing monsters I like drawing weird details and I like getting really into so like werewolves are kind of like they're so furry I love drawing like hair and fur and tiny little details that kind of build on each other like that so it was like oh wait I can actually I forgot I control werewolf <laughs> you know casual. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll send y'all the um the pinup and the we're running are we running it on thursday yeah yeah oh yeah so just so, yeah we'll send it to y'all uh, mm-hmm. when we're done here mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. Um, i am thrilled about it's it it's very it's fucking cool yeah <laughs> so how how much time are you able to devote to blade maidens in a given week on top of you know jobs other comic stuff life <laughs> i mean <laughs> You know. the, these are two very different questions for us because yeah uh i've written quite a bit in advance so like if mm-hmm. i didn't write a single goddamn word of blade maidens except for the little blurbs um mm-hmm. like you um we would have story for like a year oh, maybe at yeah. one page a week yeah mm-hmm. um meanwhile and then valentine <laughs> is the exact opposite yeah, like um, we're putting out, uh, we try to put out at least a page a week, like usually mm-hmm. like uh, until I can start really banking on these, like I'm working on them pretty much mm-hmm. all the time. Like I'm working on Blade Bands all the time, so which means I'm talking to Zoe about Blade Bands all the time <laughs> <laughs> at three in the morning. Um, but yeah, that's the thing is that like I have to bounce it with my other works. So, like I'm always the way that I've kind of fallen into this now is like, I'm always kind of bouncing between doing uh, illustrations and then bouncing at least one comic page at the same time as those things and going back and forth because that keeps it fresh. It keeps your brain like moving, at least for me. Um, And now that I've kind of figured out my method of like sequential storytelling, it's gotten a little easier unless something like really trips me up for whatever reason or we need to make like changes um but yeah so <laughs> we, we i'm working on it all the time is the answer i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing other things but i'm also always drawing blade maidens i'm drawing a blade or a maiden at any given moment one or the other yeah sometimes <laughs> both <laughs> excellent uh well, we've got we got a couple of, of Twitter questions uh, today, so I'm going to pepper those in throughout. But uh, let's start uh, where we should always start with Twitter questions with with our friend Asimov Fangirl, who asks, uh, what are your favorite swords, either fictional or in real life? 
I mean, I'm clearly partial to a very large longsword. Yeah. <laughs> um, Originally, I, um, Sir was going to have an axe, and then you were just like, mm, oh, no, yeah. big sword. Because I want to draw a big sword. I like drawing mm-hmm. big swords. Whenever I have an excuse to draw a big sword, and that includes like in any like X-Men stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I love drawing Ileana. <laughs> um, I'm big on Betsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I give them really big swords comparatively to the ones they're usually pictured having um i've like negotiated with myself like if i get to do like an editorial cover (laughs) whenever i get to do one i get to buy a sword (laughs) because then i need it for reference anyway because you know i'm like taking these ridiculous pictures of me with like a broom and now Mm -hmm. i'll have a long sword that's the goal (laughs) that's the dream yeah um i don't know let's talk about swords zoe what are your swords Okay, so preface, I've watched every single episode of Forged in Fire that exists. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, all right. You got me into that show. <laughs> it's a good, you know what? I regret nothing. That show is fucking watchable. Um, I love it. It's so good. Um, but so I know an upsetting amount about sorts. Um, yeah. My favorite is the Skiavona, um, which is like a beefier rapier is how I would describe it. Like it's not a full on like saber, but it's got a little more meat to it than rapier, but it's got that basket hilt. Um, And I think it's very cool. That's what um, I requested we give Rowan at some point. Cause she will get one. I have like 50, 50 reference photos of different baskets sitting that was just like casually slid across to me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I may have sent a bunch of sword pictures and send them all the time. Is like, that was like a little note that you were like, what if we give Rowan this like, kind of like, it's not exactly a rapier. She's like got a little bit more muscle now. She can handle this one. She feels comfortable. And then you're like sliding me like 25 reference photos. (laughs) Um, you 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 told me to send as many as I want, and I, I took advantage because, of it. Because kids, send your artists what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. The more you send them, the easier it will be for them to complete the thing that they're asking. And then sometimes they'll yeah. say that they're drawing a big hat and scare you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was me, Rowan's yeah. big hat. <laughs> when when um, Valentine was doing the original Blade Maiden's like announcement mm-hmm. pinup. Um, they were just like, I'm going to give Rowan a big hat. And I was just like, okay, cool. Because like a lot of the, the reference material I sent for um, for like the vibe I was looking for for Rowan was mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy Red Mage style stuff. Okay. Like musketeery, like yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I was like, hats are cool. And then when they started describing it, it sounded like a sun <laughs> hat. And I was just like... Mm. <laughs> Valentine, I trust you implicitly, but hmm. you were like, I don't know about this hat. Yeah, I was like, I've never gotten this. I've never gotten this from you before. <laughs> I was like, dare, how dare you? And then, and then they sent me the picture. I was like, oh, this is not a sun hat at all. This is a cool hat. Never mind. It's just big. It's just big. It's a big hat. Yeah, it's more of a like uh, adventurer's mm-hmm. kind of like pinned up leather. It's just it's bigger cool. than like a, a typical hat. It's cool. It's a cool hat. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool hat. Um, It'll come back. <laughs> as for my favorite fictional sword, I like the Cloud Strife Buster Sword from Final yeah. Fantasy VII. That thing is just a slab of metal, and I love it. Yeah. 
Uh, that is, that is also my answer. I actually just started replaying eight today. Oh, nice! Oh, the Gunblade is also very yeah, cool. the Gunblade's yeah. cool, but you know it's not. <laughs> you know it's not as big. Mm-mm. See, like I had like Xena imprinted on me, like uh, I, <laughs> which is just like like any like 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 kind of fantasy where like there was a lady wandering around with just like whatever sword she could get and like her typical mm-hmm. like get episode. That was my jam. <laughs> This is actually a perfect segue uh, to our next Twitter question from a uh, friend of the show, Robert Secundus, who asks, who is your favorite Blade Maiden in cinema? Uh, first, before anything else, Rob, fix your fucking car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, the cars I, are hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I am now putting this on a recorded thing. Rob, fix your car for the love of God. I love you, man. Fix your car. Rob, listen uh, to your sister. <laughs> Um, uh, who's your favorite Blade Maiden, Val? I've never seen a woman with a sword before. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, like in like it is, does cinema mean like any type of like it technically means movie, but fucking go for it. I know that's what I'm thinking. I'm like trying to think about because I'm I definitely watched so much (laughs) Xena as a young little baby i think xena counts oh xena counts um i'm just trying to think if there's anybody else that i really want to like her friend so her friend i I was about to say i commit sacrilege look i didn't grow up watching xena i this has not been i know no i know they're gay come on who do you think i am your best friend yeah they're just friends um Oh, so she has a staff? Okay, that's what I was, well, that was yeah, my question. Typically, yeah. yeah, so she, you know, was trained. Was she, you gotta get on this. She was like trained by the I know, watch Cena. It's like, are you a bow staff guy? Or are you like a sword guy, okay? Like, get on it. <laughs> um, are there any others that I like really like think got to me? I think that's gotta be it. Who else uses swords? Am I like, Uh, I'm forgetting like 20 people. (laughs) A lot of people use swords. Um, Yeah. Were there any women in Lord of the Rings with swords? Uh, See, I was never into like, I I was never really into Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Does Arwen use one at any point? I well, think says, I'm she, not a man. Here's the sword. That's <laughs> that's the I think Arwen, you know, I don't think she ever really fights with it. I think she's holding one at one point when the ring yeah. rates are coming at her. Yeah, and she summons the water horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Red Sonia. Yeah, Red Sonia. Mm-hmm. And cool. those covers captivated me. Um, Look. For same. obvious reasons. Same. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> Funnily enough, if I remember right, Lord of the Rings was like our one of our big touch points of view. Like, this is what Blade Maidens is not. We are not no, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Like, not a slam on Lord of the Rings. Love it. That's just not the type of fantasy we have any interest yeah. in telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, my pick for favorite Blade Maiden partially because we just rewatched the original trilogy. Um, I love Elizabeth Swan from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, movies. oh, that's such a good yeah, one. Yeah. I love pulling, I love pulling those little like pirate like vibes, like the little, I love a vest. I love including a vest. Vests on, are like, so Rowan. good. <laughs> um, she gets married having a sword so fight in the middle of a hurricane um, with a bunch of sea monsters while like she's 
making out with Orlando Bloom. It's hard to do better than that. The dream. Yeah. He's doing great. I Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> Excellent. Um, what are you, what are you listening to while you're writing or drawing? Uh, if Blade Bane's had a Spotify playlist, what would be on it? Blade Bane's will have a Spotify <laughs> they playlist do at some point in the future. They, they def- there's definitely a playlist for each of these mm-hmm. lovely ladies. <laughs> That is currently being uh, curated <laughs> and will will probably be in one of those blurbs at oh, some point where yeah. you can just or, go and listen to yep. it. Oh yeah, but then you yeah. we will absolutely shove that at people when we finish it. Yeah, I love to I love to specifically curate a playlist <laughs> for a character. <laughs> like we also have a house house party, party. that we've yeah. been adding to, and that I just make X Men playlists in my spare time. <laughs> you make so, and they're all perfect. You're really good at it. Yeah, because I'm like, I like, I, I listen to a lot of music. I grew up listening to a lot of music. So that kind of carried through. Like I play several instruments. Like music is a big part of like all of, you know, what, what I still am and what I do. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> getting something that like can musically give the vibe, but also like cater to the themes in like seven different ways. And when you find that for that one person, it feels so good to be like, aha, I know you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I listen to my siren one a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That might that might as well be a you playlist. Well, you know. <laughs> um, I so most of my writing is done to YouTube videos in the background that I've seen fifty mm. times, so I can just kind of like blank my brain out. Um, when I do write to music, I it either has to be a playlist I have heard like 50 times mm-hmm. so I'm not like paying attention to lyrics or it has to be like I, the Persona 5 soundtrack is a go-to mm. for me um, because it's very lengthy it covers a fair bit of genre but it's also just really good um, and the lyrics aren't an emphasis of it so I'm able to because like if a bunch of words that I'm trying to pay attention to are being thrown at me while I'm writing mm. I the big thing I always do is I start putting in the words I hear into the script and me like, God damn it, I put the word. <laughs> and I'm doing this all on my phone because I write everything on my phone. Yeah. A fun anecdote. Zoe writes everything on her phone. I no, see, I, I, I'm aware. I was considering I know asking about that, but yeah. I wasn't sure if that was too much of an inside joke for this mm-hmm. podcast. No, I, yeah. Every piece of Blade Maidens you've I ever written and most criticism you've read from me are entirely ghosts. Every word of ghost is written on my phone, baby. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, back back in the day, uh, even before my time, journalists, when they would file stories, would put like a little uh, 30 at the end in dashes. Do you ever consider uh, signing all of your stories sent from my iPhone? Please excuse all time. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I have an Android. (laughs) All the pages would be sent from my iPad. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I listen to music, but I'm also like, I, I listen to either playlists or I do, I just, I've recently discovered audiobooks are fantastic for me or I leave something up like in the background to watch or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to kind of visit briefly uh, some of the other stuff that uh, you've worked on either together or uh, separately. Uh 
we mentioned house party a couple times uh you know <laughs> a lot of the mutants uh having a rager um how did you decide what characters that you i mean apart from we've already talked about the 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 kitty uh yana rachel dynamic mm-hmm. but uh how did you decide what other characters that you wanted uh to use was it just the ones that you wanted to see smash or, or- <laughs> Now, I'll have you know, yes. only <laughs> some of them are about hell. hooking up. Um, no. That is true. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think it's a combo of, like, st- stuff we wanted to see, like characters we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, like Valentine requested, surprising no person on this planet. <laughs> we have a Siren Polaris one in progress. Okay, I'm really proud of me yeah. for that though. That I kept it under wraps for so long. Did I <laughs> and just then I like, slowly? Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. I slowly seeded it in. Mm-hmm. So like in the first series, like she's in a background panel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with and you then, hanging out with you specifically. She me a coffee. We we're having coffee. Um <laughs> and then in the second one when Zoe started writing it, she was like, I need someone for hope to be talking to. And then like she was looking, she was I didn't even suggest it. She was looking at the people in the background of the first one and went like, oh we could do siren. And I was like, yeah we could totally do siren. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then, I was doing it. I was I was like, oh, Valentine. I didn't understand the depths to which yeah. Valentine likes Siren. So I was just like, yeah, Valentine likes Siren. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is a treat. And I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> um, it's the same thing. Like, like I had kept my like sage love under wraps for literal decades <laughs> until somebody asked me about it. And then I was like, oh, you don't know how much I know. <laughs> here we go there's one of those in there too um yeah so it was definitely not just like people we like but people whose we felt that we could tell like a story with like uh the third one which was uh, colossus and proud yeah, star yeah. yeah like we t- i had suggested jimmy and we talked about doing like colossus one and kind of like giving him that emotional growth and stuff and how that was god he needs that song. he needs it like yeah. <laughs> that's something that you don't see and like you're not gonna spend like you know three pages of a 20 page comic book like doing oftentimes and Mm -hmm. it's like well we're just making this up for us and like whoever else wants to read it like why can't we just like put that in there and that's like the thing that's the story that's the arc because because originally my i was a little hesitant for colossus because i Mm -hmm. don't like colossus as he is presented in the comic books sure Mm -hmm. um but Valentine argued that if he got this emotional growth, this moment of vulnerability, like this acknowledging that like, hey, Kate can be <laughs> happy without me and like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I need to get over myself, um, mm-hmm. that he would be a much better character. And I was just like, you're right. And now I have to write that. I hate you. <laughs> You're like, damn, that would be compelling, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so it starts It starts out of us just talking about these characters, pretty much. I, I remember Scars, the second one. Literally, I was just like, that I want to do. Yeah, I, I was like trying to think of like fun pairings because I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, like I don't want to do like, what, what's an, and then I was looking at Laura because I was just, I want to have, we, we got to do Laura at some point. And I was just looking through characters and I saw Hope's name and I thought about it. And I was just like, that's a fucking outstanding dynamic, the two of them. Like they are, mm-hmm. their respective childhoods and how they are 
the, the ways in which they are similar and the ways in which they are different make them fantastically interesting to bounce up against each other. And um, we were, and so I just went like, I got a shit to throw at you. <laughs> and I just went, Laura Kinney, Hope Summers. And I was like, write it, done. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm in, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very easy to like get things to. <laughs> it's true. I, I literally can't think like, you have very gently been like, mm, we could do something slightly different, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, the the characters are just like, we have, there. <laughs> there's one that we'll get to eventually that is like two pages of three panel gag mm-hmm. strips that are, well, not all gags. There's some that are a little serious in there, yeah. but they're basically what's going on with the people who aren't at the party? What are yeah. they up to tonight? Yeah. Um, and that was really fun. Cause it was just like, who would be interesting to check in with for three panels? Yeah. And who wouldn't be at this party? Because this yeah. party is definitely like an age range of people who are kind mm-hmm. of like hanging out there. Like it's Scott like, and Jean, <laughs> they're not, not at, at this that party. <laughs> they, they're a married couple who are sitting on their couch watching Great British Bake Off. They don't want to party with a bunch of like young 20-somethings yeah. who are disaster mutants. <laughs> like they don't want to be there. And then there are the people who are like older who are trying to hang out there and keep up and realize that they're a little bit older now. <laughs> Namely Rogan Gambit. <laughs> Rogan Remy. <laughs> yeah. And we did we did the the most recent one was we did the one page of Storm. Storm yeah. coming down with like armor having invited her and they're like, she's not gonna show up. She shows up and she's like loves some whiskey. <laughs> She does like she does like a once around check, yeah. make sure that the house isn't like falling down, that everyone's okay, and says like you know where to call if something goes wrong. Goodbye, have fun. Yep. <laughs> like let off your steam. Go it ahead. takes a bottle of whiskey with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like there's a couple of like what I would consider like chaperone type mm-hmm. figures around. Like Callisto's there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kate was there. Like was the new being the host- yeah. yeah. The new mutants are kind of hosting you know the in party mm-hmm. um so they're kind of running around like like i think if there, are, there. <laughs> it, if, there are, if there are any like chaperones i think yeah. it is um uh danny and karma they yeah are, exactly like, they are the most put together like new mm-hmm. mutants there who are just like making sure no one's doing anything <laughs> yeah. too stupid Beto is not uh making sure <laughs> that everybody's like we so I, Cannonball is my favorite sweet boy and I love him. Mm-hmm. We don't have a Beto Sam story. We do have an Izzy Kane story. Uh, oh, yeah. Where, I forgot about that one. Yeah, which, Mommy's Night Out? Mm, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, you, daddy's misjudged phone call. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it, it's very cute. Um, yeah. yeah. And a lot of these are just like us, they're like, vignettes, yeah. you know? Yeah, like they're short. Like I, the most recent one that's not technically house party, but it's like in that vibe um, The Valentine bullied me into writing um, was all four of the Logan girls. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love this story. Kate, Armor, Laura, and Jubilee all hitting up a bar together and just like mm-hmm. having a girl's night, like just relaxing. Um, and that turned into a four page thing that is very cute. And maybe you'll see it in like a year. Who knows? It'll get done someday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah yeah that's good stuff um and then i also did not want to uh you know leave out on top of all this we've talked about it a couple times but you know uh valentine one of the things that you've been working lately uh is this 10 page siren short that yeah, <laughs> uh, Zoe already said it. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's one of the best goddamn X Men stories I've read all year. I'm I'm, I'm being honest. Uh, okay, listeners, well. <laughs> go check out Valentine's Twitter feed to find it. Uh, it basically follows a post Morgan Teresa as she adjusts both to life yeah. on Krakoa and becoming sober again, and it's beautiful. Uh, what what inspired that story? I mean, um, so I had been doing my reread. I as some people may know, I did this rebrocast episode mm-hmm. of Siren. Um, so I had read everything. I have my own journey, you know, that I've gone on. And um, these are the things that I think about a lot. And I think it was interesting to see that for most of her publication history, it's something that gets overlooked because the writers aren't either either particularly interested like it's a superhero book I get it mm-hmm. um particularly interested in telling that story all the time or the only times they really got to tell that story was when she was struggling and needed to do something about it or ended badly so I had all of this stuff bouncing around my brain um that I was like well, what am I going to do with this <laughs> so I actually started I started writing it on page two like the second page that is there and I just had this concept of her going through and starting over and what each day looked like for her in recovery and it kind of blossomed from there of like well what are the things she would need to come back to what are these things in her history that she hasn't seen in a while or done in a while because she basically got came the morrigan (laughs) <laughs> and then was gone <laughs> for like almost a long time like a decade and then was recently you know brought up again when house of x powers 10 and then x factor came back and leah williams was like kind of addressing like what happened with Teresa and the morgan um but that ended and it kind of was left there um so it was like what what does this person who has like gone through all this trauma and like basically had all of these personal connections and didn't have them anymore and like what does what does that look like now for her in these like little nuanced ways of going through her recovery and going through like her day-to-day basically (laughs) so yeah I don't know if I said anything I just talked for a while (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was really important to me I'm glad I finished it and uh yeah, sometimes sometimes it's just nice to make a comic, everybody. <laughs> and sometimes it's nice to make it for you and maybe the three other people that need it, you know? It, it's genuinely like, I've, I, I've read Val's writing before. Like, you know, they, they did one, like a one-page <laughs> Sage comic, yeah. like they did. Um, and like, they've always been good at writing, like never bad, always good at storytelling. But I was truly blown away reading those pages as you were sending them in. They like the raw, like emotionality on every single page, every single panel. It like the fact that it is important to you is clear, but it also doesn't impact like how 
good of a story it is even independent of that be real proud of it that's a fucking good card i'm i'm very proud of it like i'll like you know it it does mean a lot to me i am very attached to it (laughs) and i'm and i'm i'm glad that it got done i think it is the best thing that i did you know in recent i'm very happy to see it completed and like as a like single like standalone thing um yeah yeah it was just those little nuanced things that that you someone who hasn't gone through that doesn't notice Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that I could put into there and kind of be like, well, like, and I've I've talked to other people about it too, where they're like, like, uh, oh, like the the Tabitha thing. They were like, thank you for clocking Tabby, and I was like, I didn't want to like put that on her, but I wanted to have that option there to be explored because for Teresa, for someone who's like sober and had gone through that, um, when someone is leaning into a lifestyle that you can't be a part of it would definitely drive like a rift between you because at the end of x-force they were very very close um they were like best friends and then because of the ways that their characters were taken they were very separated um and i was like well what what could be the reason for that i was like ah clearly (laughs) so you know just little things now to steer the conversation in a completely different direction uh I, I know matt's been waiting for this part especially uh we like to ask our guests about their pets so uh please and i think we'll start with valentine this time then go to zoe tell us about your cats so i have i have one cat i had i had one pet who was very important to me who is no longer around and i have to say his name because i have to <laughs> um he was dip um he was a little yorkie i basically carried around him in a little backpack like because he was blind he I, like rescued him he was blind when I got him um uh he's great <laughs> and then I have Yana now <laughs> because um uh basically we got her in the pandemic we've had her for like a year now she I knew the way to like pitch a name that was similar related to comics to my partner was to make it really really long so I pitched Liana Nicoleva Rasputina like uh oh, wow Ruler of Limbo, Archmage of Cats. Oh, you went through the like, whole We went through, like, yeah, so, like, that's her whole, wow. like, she is, she is Ruler of Limbo, Archmage of Cats. Um, <laughs> Yana, for short. Uh, she, is, this, is this all written on a document somewhere? Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, she has, <laughs> she has, like, she has, like, a little, you know, the little, like, pet name tags? Sure. Um, <laughs> so one side, like, says her name, the other one has a little soul sword on it. <laughs> because i love a bit um fairly easily to do for everybody you can get your little custom pet name tags you can put anything on there you can put a little picture if you're an illustrator um she and somebody at the rescue that we got her was like naming like she was originally named lana that was the other thing so she kind of already had a similar name and she was yeah, so she had um, an, uh, her sister was named Lois. So it was Lois and Lana. Uh, yeah. And then wow. this, yeah. So the per- there's a person there who's like a nerd because they, <laughs> they like uh, rescue these cats and they name them in batches, right? Uh-huh. And there was like one batch came up as I was like, Gene, Scott, Logan. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. And, and then, um, uh, they like have a page where you can post to see how everybody's doing, which is super nice. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a cat formerly known as Kitty Pride, and I need to meet that cat. Definitely. 
so, see, so, see if Yana likes her. Yes, 100%. <laughs> my, my recently deceased good big boy was Cal with a K. Oh. That's how, when we adopted him, yeah. like, that's how my wife sold yeah. me on him. Because I was like, yeah. he's 15 years old with kidney disease and a heart murmur. Mm-hmm. No, and, and he was oh, unadoptable. Oh, we're the same here. <laughs> yeah, he, he was dubbed unadoptable. Yep, yep, And same. my <laughs> wife saw him and fell in love with him. And I'm like, you know, he's not. He's like his name is Cal with a K, and it's like, okay, the well, only thing that would have sold me more is if his name was Bruce. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, we he was with us for ten months, and they were the best yeah. ten months of his life, Aww. and we spoiled him rotten. Good, and oh, so good. Best was a mean, mean little girl, but <laughs> she's little old lady, but she was Miss Elizabeth. And we originally, when that's what we adopted her under, and I really, really tried for Betsy. Yeah. She had no interest <laughs> whatsoever in Betsy, but mm-hmm. Bess, she's Queen Bess, and she's, uh-huh. she, she, oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm surprised she hasn't come in and attacked me, but the, the bedroom door is closed over just a little bit too much, and she's mm-hmm. too dumb to figure out how to squeeze in between a door that her head is, you know, five inches and the door's open four inches she's not mm-hmm. quite bright enough to figure out she can bump it that extra inch mm-hmm. very sweet to everyone but other cats not too bright <laughs> not too bright yeah the other the other thing is the two names because yana was the name that we went with the other name that i had pitched is she was almost opaluna saturnine <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Just... she's very she's so much more a yana than a saturnine oh god yes <laughs> yeah yeah can, yeah. can you fit Omniversal Majestrix on one line of a, of a uh, pet t- name tag? I didn't have to try. And now I'll just listen. I guess I have to get another cat. Oh, no. What a tragedy. <laughs> oh, no. How terrible. Uh, okay. Um, I got four of the fuckers. Um, uh, our oldest is named Lana. Um, and she's the one you that's her right there um and she's the one you've seen cannonballing around Lana, <laughs> welcome here. i was like absolutely not uh, no so, you're... well no she's so she is obsessed with me specifically um she also mm-hmm. loves my partner but she follows me around the house she will if i am in a room she wants to be in that room um we also had she's the oldest she's like seven or eight now um we also had a very emotional moment for me last week where she's always been terrified of other people. Mm-hmm. And we realized like she loves my partner. Um, and my partner had someone who my partner is going through nail school and um, they had a friend over to, you know, practice and do their nails. And the friend is a lady and Lana just came trotting right out being super friendly, cuddly. And then we thought about it. And every time we had people over before, there was at least one dude around. Mm -hmm. And we realized, oh, she's not afraid of people. She's afraid of men. And she's always been obsessed with me, Um, which was a very emotional moment (laughs) for me. Um, but beyond that, we have Pancake, who is a moron. Oh, I like Pancake. Pancake's a <laughs> yeah. Pancake Pan- is the one I get sent pictures of most, I think. Of, Pancake's like, a really real dumb dumb. <laughs> um, she's a big toasty marshmallow. Um, she's 
five now, maybe four. Um, she's a sweetheart. Um, she she is obsessed. If you scratch her, like scratch her, she will lick you, and she will lick mm-hmm. you until you stop scratching her. Um, <laughs> and she's also an idiot who doesn't understand that she can just push a door open. Um, <laughs> yeah. Real real yep. dumb. Um, then we have, and I'm people who are going to correct me. I know I'm mispronouncing it. Uh, we have Spotzel. Um, <laughs> I know it's pronounced Spatzel, um, but we didn't know that when we adopted her and named her Spotzel. <laughs> um, and then we went to a German place and they were like, oh, you mean the Spatzel? And we were just like, you're like, damn it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, but at that point, the name had stuck. So um, she's Baby Spots. Well, oh, oh, see, yeah. I had a cat growing up named Pixel, which was named after Oh, that's Pixel, adorable. Um, which was the sh- name for Schrodinger's cat in Robert mm-hmm. Hanley's novel. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah. Um, and uh, Spotzel is the youngest. She's two now i think almost well, she's like one and a half we got her during the pandemic which mm-hmm. is it's depressing to say like oh yeah we got this cat during the pandemic she's two years old um but yeah, we same. yeah <laughs> yeah we um she she's a real sweetie she's she's my special gal um she's a giant fluff ball and um is absurd in every possible way she plays fetch with herself um she has she has a fish taco and a little stingray and she will try to bring it to you first and if you are not interested in playing fetch with fetch cat she'll be like fine i'll do it myself and just start (laughs) flinging it around the house and chasing Mm -hmm. after it and flinging it up in the air um and then we had fetch bunny Oh, yep. Mr. Mr. Smokey, he would gra- a wooden dowel. He'd grab it in his teeth. He, he lived on the <laughs> sun porch Aww. off the living room because Bass and him again. I guess yeah. it's Bass doesn't mind people. It's other animals. But you'd be sitting in the living room watching TV and you suddenly hear click, click, hop, 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 click, 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 hop, hop, hop. <laughs> like, oh, it's fetch time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smokey was a good bunny. We, we adopted Smokey being told, oh, yeah. It's a neutered male bunny, unspayed female. <laughs> Those are two very different things. They are. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and then our most recent addition um, is Goblin, who we, so we had a cat who passed away in 2020, um, who uh, his name, actually, no, late 2019. It was right before I came out. Um, whose name was Max, and he was my big beef boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a giant. He he weighed thirty pounds. Um, <laughs> he was boy. he was a massive meatball of a cat, and he was the friendliest cat you've ever seen in your life. Um, and also knew he weighed thirty pounds and uh, had the momentum of a cannonball. Nice. And um, he was just the sweetest, and he was perfect. Um, and he passed away. And um, we got Spotzel and we were just like, okay, three cats is enough. We don't, we don't need another one. And then on the, we, there was this little neighbor cat that started just popping up who was just so sweet, all black, bright green eyes, total sweetheart, like came right up to us, like shockingly friendly for a stray. Um, and we were like, okay, it's, it's someone's cat and they're just letting her out. Um, but she was always outside. Um, 
and then she vanished for like a week or two and then came back and she had her ear clipped clearly you know got spayed um and then we had this terrible ice storm hit um that i was without power for about two weeks it was it was the fucking worst Mm -hmm. but um the night that the actual ice storm was happening we had built this little little shelter for goblin but we were just like it's too cold like the shelter is not enough we need to bring her inside and so Mm -hmm. we brought her and put her in the bathroom and then i looked on the internet and I realized, A, it was the one-year anniversary of Max passing mm-hmm. to, on the day. Mm-hmm. And B, it was National Black Cat Day. <laughs> um, and it was October 28th, I think. And we were just like, well, shit. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess this is happening now. And so because it was close to Halloween, we named her Goblin. And mm-hmm. she is the biggest sweetheart cat I've ever seen in my life, like, she will lay on you and like flop over on her belly and just sleep there for hours. And oh God, I love that cat. She's perfect. Can I tell you how weird it was when you named that cat Goblin? Because I had already had a friend who was a black cat named Goblin. And now I have two two in your life. Yeah. <laughs> cats named Goblin and they look kind of like alike. And I'm never sure which one is which. It's like how Andrea and I have a cat that looks really similar. <laughs> I'm going to get in contact with this other goblin and we're going to do a swap and see if you can tell. I will not. I will be like, ah, guess it's goblin or goblin. Her full name is Goblerina Beauregard for the record. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Oh, man. It, tonight's been a night for long cat names. I love it. Uh, <laughs> we have um, a theme. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, what are either of you reading right now? What are you reading, Zoe? <laughs> why, why, why am I first? Because um, yeah, I don't know. I was just being pointed. Um, I, right now, a lot of fanfic mostly, but um, <laughs> for actual things that I'm reading, um, actual is a cruel thing to say. Fanfic is real. Yeah. Pe- people spend, some of the best shit I've read in like a year oh, yeah. are like 100,000 word genuinely incredible fanfics that people are just putting out there on the internet for free and i'm just like y'all are the real heroes <laughs> um but um right now i'm primarily reading um i'm on a glacial pace working on a book that valentine's wife recommended me priory oh, yeah. of the orange tree um yeah it's a fantasy book i'm liking it a lot it's cool there's dragons it's um, real big it's gay. real interesting i like yeah. it um be in in comics space um i caught up on lavender jack recently um which is one of my favorite comics coming out love that comic to death um dan Scotti is a mad genius um and i have been rereading delicious in dungeon um, mm. which I sent you the first volume of that and you haven't said a goddamn word about it. Yeah, it's on my desk. It's sat every day on my desk since you sent it to me. I said that to you like six months ago and you haven't said yeah. a word. I didn't because every time I pick it up, I go, yes, I'm so glad I have this. And then I put it down and then like my brain just <laughs> goes <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's on me. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I know what Valentine's been reading. Yeah, well, I mean, 
sort of i'm i like i was actually sitting here i'm like actually i'm reading like a good you amount are. of stuff yeah um uh i well like we, we already talked about it i we read the locked tomb series um i kind of have that as an audiobook on my staple right now because i like them a lot and it's easy to just listen to um i am also reading um the unbroken by cl clark which is great um also queer also like uh a, a little bit of fantasy a little bit of political intrigue like um uh that kind of stuff very cool you should check it out um i'm reading chainsaw man <laughs> that's it that's the one that's the one i and knew. i have been yeah texting Zoe about it. yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah i was explaining it to my partner the other day um where i was like yeah so it's um definitely about this person who like you know has a small dog and the dog you know and the person become one and she's like oh you didn't stand a chance <laughs> i was like ah. yeah this is kind of catered to me specifically Pachita um, is designed to destroy you oh yeah yes me specifically <laughs> just like power is designed mm-hmm. to be like mm-hmm. a zoe character in yeah. every possible way yeah, yeah i love it i'm on i read two volumes i'm gonna read the third and the fourth here shortly um and then I got back into Yotsuba this year loved that yeah you you really have (laughs) I like had that on it was like one of my bright spots like for for that little like just slice of life manga um and then comics wise uh I'm definitely reading X-Men clearly um (laughs) both new and old um since discovering like my big thing last year was that like I figured out how to read digital comics because I'm an old man um and I like got to go through and like figure out how to read like all this stuff that I had never read before and or reread like things that I hadn't touched in like 10 years um so like reading yeah the first thing I read through was extreme x-men again <laughs> I was like that's a choice the uh, most valentine brand yeah. decision anyone could ever I know. make <laughs> like why did you get a tablet so I can read extreme x-men alone in the pandemic <laughs> It's like whoops uh yeah so uh reading x-men i got the new catwoman lonely city stuff because that okay. was i was like i'm super intrigued by this good. Um, pick that up i'm trying to like think about what i have sitting over there in a, a comic pile yeah I, I remembered another one that i'm reading um uh, road queen eternal road trip of love oh yeah that comic. I have that sitting. I have that. Oh, sitting. it's oh so good! It's the yeah. funniest goddamn thing. Um, yeah. it it's a, a lesbian comedy um about this butch biker lady who is the the heartthrob of her school, um, and then this very aloof like ice princess style lady rides in and <laughs> steals her heart and her bike. And the the butch heartbreaker has to be like a good girlfriend to her for two months to get the bike back. And then they end up actually falling in love because of course they do. Yeah. I love a little of like, like, like heartfelt ridiculousness. It's adorable. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. Uh, Zoe Valentine, this has been uh, a fantastic hour and a half. Uh, final question as we wrap up. How can people follow you online, keep up with Blade Maidens and uh, everything else that you have going on? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, whoa, I'm, I'm real simple. Um, I am at Blankzilla on Twitter 
Um, I am something else on Instagram that I forget. And I also barely use Instagram. I didn't have an Instagram (laughs) until like a month ago. Okay. But do you want to know a funny story though? Um, so I, because I use Instagram, I run the blade maidens Instagram poorly, but it's fine. Um, (laughs) but the funny thing that I realized today, as I went to like, go and like post some new like teasers of the stuff we have upcoming, um, that, I had made the Blade Maidens account follow you and only you. I wasn't even following me. So I couldn't find, like, I was like, why can't I find the post of, like, the detail shots I just posted? Because I wasn't following it. <laughs> just uh, you, Zoe. <laughs> it's um, Zoe Wright stuff on yeah. um, on Instagram. And that's it. You don't got any other fucking stuff for me, Blade Maidens is at Blade Maidens everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, blademaidens.com. You mm. look for Blade Maidens, it'll We're there. Be there. That's <laughs> us. That's us, baby. <laughs> there will unless, be swords. Unless it is an old games workshop mini that is no longer like part of whatever edition of Warhammer they're doing. That is the <laughs> only Blade <laughs> Maiden thing I could turn up was like an old games workshop. Which is unit. wild. It's a good name. It's I hope such we live a good up to name. it. I hope we I hope we make it proud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, then for me, I'm Valentine M S M one T H Valentine Mem Smith, but just a one instead of the I. Um, pretty much everywhere. Uh, ValentineMSmith.com. You can look at comics that we make there. You can look at comics that we make on Blade Maidens. We post in both places, so you can uh, find them with ease and we'll look at them on a bigger. Yeah, yeah. Because Twitter is so Twitter is so small sometimes. Like you can look at the pages kind of more in full, like full of mm. your browser. You know, on both sites. Um, we also have you know a shop there that has all our merch and stuff. So if you want one of these super cool pinups of Sir or Rowan, or you, you can, can buy get both it. of them because they look really cool put up next to each other. I'm proud of them. They look. They look, in my, I had in a my, lot of fun. In my professional opinion, as um, a comic critic, and, <laughs> um, and I love it. Person who writes uh, Blade Maidens and had nothing jack shit to do with the construction of these pinups. Mm. Um, they're sick as fuck. Is my <laughs> official diagnosis. <laughs> great yeah they're just black and white they're really cool i got to figure i i just got to go wild and do what i wanted so there's there's definitely a werewolf and there's definitely i don't know what we named that other monster <laughs> it was an algant is the oh, name i came up with yeah. yeah yeah it's like a spooky like i is a spooky eyeball beast yeah with claws and stuff sometimes i just throw weird traits at a wall and then and then i I go like all right what can i what am i gonna do with this yeah so good so good well we love a spooky eyeball beast and uh thank you both so much for coming on the show thank you for having us for having us and chatting comics i love to talk about comics (laughs) that's it for this week's show as a reminder wmq a is part of comics xf where you can find this podcast, along with our sister podcasts, Battle of the Atom, Chris's on Infinite Earths, and the new Bat Chat with Matt and Will, co-hosted by our own Matt Lazowitz and our bud Will Nevin. You can listen to WMQA on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Audible, and at ComicsXF.com, where new episodes move Tuesday mornings. You can support WMQA at Patreon.com slash WMQComics, where a dollar donation gets you early access to episodes, Shoutouts on the podcast and a customized bonus reading column written by Matt Lazowitz, built around the character, creator, or theme of your choice. 
A $2 donation gets you a free random comic in the mail for my collection. A $3 donation gets you a slot in the Comics XF staff picks. And a $50 donation lets you advertise on the show. Big thanks to our patrons, Charlie Davis from the Match Club podcast, Robert Secundus from Toxman at Comics XF, Carla Pacheco from Marvel's Spider-Woman series, Kat Purcell from Comics XF, and Asimov Fangirl, a.k.a. the Loyalist Content Consumer. You can follow WMQ&A on Twitter at WMQ Comics, me at Daniel P. Grote, Matt Lazowitz at MattLaz1013, and ComicsXF at ComicsXF. And until next week, remember, when there was one set of footprints in the sand, that's when the Hulk carried you. WMQA!